I'm Effie Parks. Welcome to Once Upon a Jane, the podcast. This is a place I created for us to connect and share the stories of our not-so-typical lives. Raising kids who are born with rare genetic syndromes and other types of disabilities can feel pretty isolating. What I know for sure is that when we can hear the triumphs and challenges from others who get it, we can find a lot more laughter, a lot more hope, and feel a lot less alone. I believe there are some magical healing powers that can happen for all of us through sharing our stories, and I'll take all the help I can get. Once Upon a Gene is proud to be part of Bloodstream Media. Living in a family affected by rare and chronic illness can be isolating, and sometimes the best medicine is connecting to the voices of people who share your experience. This is why Bloodstream Media produces podcasts, blogs, and other forms of content for patients, families, and clinicians impacted by rare and chronic diseases. Visit bloodstreammedia.com to learn more. Welcome to Once Upon a Gene. I'm so grateful to you for being here, subscribing, reviewing, and sharing this show. I have two super fun and intelligent women on the show with me and kind of a fun angle of rare parent, medical student, and industry all joining together. Today, we're talking about the Rare Compassion program that Global Genes offers. You know, I've read so many testimonials on the Global Genes side from patients in our discussion board, but this is the first time I've had a chance to hear from one of the medical students themselves. We're going to talk more about what that compassion program is in this conversation. One of my guests is my favorite industry rep. She's super powered and passionate about the caregiver and patient voice being at the forefront in all aspects of her work at Alexion. And our extra special guest, who's currently a brilliant medical student, and she's sharing with us her experience in learning about the rare disease community so far and how it's shaping her path in the medical world going forward. Please enjoy my conversation with Wendy Erler and Irvi Gupta. Hello, Wendy and Irvi. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to have a conversation with two powerhouses and I'm really excited to learn about your relationship and what's been going on so far. So let's get into it. I'm going to start with you, my dearest Wendy, who I've actually got to meet in person two times now and I adore you so much. Can we first start, Wendy, by giving us a little background about you, but then also telling us why did you want this audience to meet Irvi? Oh, Effie, thank you so much. And um, I am completely inspired and motivated by the people in our broader rare disease community that are doing so much. And so it's an honor to spend time with you. I have the privilege of leading the patient advocacy team and work at Alexion, which is a pharmaceutical company focused on rare diseases. And we're part of a broader organization called AstraZeneca. And in our work, we have the privilege of working with a lot of physicians and patients and families and caregivers. And my job is really focused around elevating that partnership and bringing the patient and caregiver voice into everything we do. I can 100% vouch for Wendy and Alexion in truly walking that walk with the patient and caregiver voice being such an important part of their mission at work. So thank you for that. Thank you. And I had the privilege of meeting Irvi through a series of random connections, which I think is so illustrative of how rare disease action, awareness, and advocacy happens. It's We're all about people. And Irvi and I had a conversation, and you'll hear from her what she's doing in her professional life, but she really came to the table 
in a conversation with me wanting to learn about rare disease and biotech and drug development. And she had all the right ethos and purpose and in excitement in her voice about wanting to learn more about the rare disease community. And that's why I thought we all needed to connect. Yes, Irvi, lady of the hour. How did you learn about the rare disease community? Yeah, so thank you so much for uh, having us on this. It's so exciting to be able to talk about all this. So I learned about rare diseases very randomly. We had a, a class at our school, it's called clinical correlation, and we had a patient come in. She had fragile X, and it was her and her mom talking to us. And they mentioned that they had been part of the this program through an organization called Global Genes. It's called the Rare Compassion Program. And essentially, it matches up medical students with patients who have rare diseases. Um, and just gives them a chance to talk to each other and learn from each other. So I decided to just see what the program is all about. Um, I hadn't really known anything about rare diseases, but I just wanted to have the chance to sit and talk with patients. Um, and that's kind of what kicked this all off. And I've had three patient partners now through the program. It's been so amazing and so inspiring. And I've just learned so much about how amazing the rare disease community is. It's so great to see how people support each other and really are working towards the same goal. And one of my patient partners, um, she has myasthenia gravis and she received a medication from Alexion and she did so well on it. And she uh, knew that I was in Boston for the summer for an internship, which is where Alexion's headquarters are. And um, she told me that I just had to connect with everyone there and that they're just so nice. And so I did, and that's how I met Wendy. And since then, I've just been learning what a web, the whole network of rare diseases is. And it seems like everyone knows everyone and everyone's involved in everything. And it's just such an amazing thing to be part of. So Effie, how fabulous is this to hear in Irvi's own words that this is a partnership? Because that's really what we're driving. But Irvi, I think we neglected to give you a proper introduction and um, share with everybody that you're actually in medical school and you're incredibly smart and obviously very articulate. So maybe we could back up just a little bit and you could share yeah. about your <laughs> medical school focus. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I just spun away onto the world of rare diseases. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm Irvi. I'm a second year medical student at Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I went to Case Western for undergrad as well. I'm curious as someone in medical school how far along you are, because when I hear that you barely knew anything or didn't know anything about rare diseases, it makes me go, hmm, where exactly is this sort of fault line in medical school and exactly, I do also want to know how the Rare Compassion Program did enter your ecosystem exactly. Yeah, so that's actually why I'm so excited to be talking about this because I'm so I'm currently a second year in medical school and this is what we call our preclinical year. So it's kind of where we do all of our textbook learning and we really haven't learned much about rare diseases. And so I think that's one of the things that I think it's just so important that you know, as future medical professionals, this is when we're supposed to be learning about these things. And I, I've heard so many patient stories where they say that sometimes their diagnosis comes from someone who remembered one random lecture from medical school that mentioned their symptoms, and that's how they got their diagnosis. And I think having more of an emphasis on rare diseases just throughout our curriculum would be so important because it's something that I just happened to find such an amazing program like the Rare Compassion Program and have developed my interest that way. But 
for the most part, we don't get that much standardized training on it. Are you slaying in the rare disease compassion program in medical school right now, Irby? <laughs> I, I love sharing <laughs> about it. Yeah, it's it's such an amazing program. And they just we just get matched up with a patient and you just talk to them and learn about them and their lives. And it's I love telling everyone about it. I try to recruit as many people as I can to join it because it's something that helps um, us as future medical professionals learn how to handle things like rare diseases. And um, it's just so great to meet patients and to see that people are not just diagnoses that you read about in a textbook. They're people with interests and hobbies and, you know, lives that they want to learn how to balance with their diagnoses. What I love about Irby's experience too is it's the meeting people who have these diagnoses and and understanding their ecosystem of how they navigate living with the diagnosis and the complexity of medical care and then what empathy and resources do future medical professionals need to bring to the table. I would love to know a little bit more about that personal story of the summer together in Boston and the patients that you met at Alexion. Yeah, so I actually didn't have a chance to meet um, patients in person at um, Alexion. I met Wendy actually virtually for the first time, um, and that's kind of how this all got started. It just so happened that my patient partner through Global Genes, she remembered that the Alexion headquarters is in Boston. And so since I was there at the time, she was like, you just have to find that connection. Got it, got it. Okay, so she was like, duh, you got to go meet Wendy. She's the yeah. coolest girl in town. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. I wonder, what do you feel like you're armed with now, like maybe ahead of the curve in terms of how important, how essential, how meaningful it is to have that true doctor-patient relationship? Yeah, so so many patients who I've heard from, they say that the number one thing that changes their course of their treatment is how much their doctor listens to them. And I think that's something that's so important because especially with rare diseases, you know, these are things that we don't see often. So when someone, you know, presents with this really unique set of symptoms, sometimes they get brushed off. I've heard of patients who present with just, you know, crazy symptoms that are affecting them so much. And they'll be sometimes written off and people will say, you know, maybe this is something that you're just imagining or, you know, and it, there it's learning how to really understand that the patient's perspective is the one that matters. You know, it's their story and the way they're telling it is how we have to believe them. And I think that is really crucial in helping to actually find diagnoses for people. Yeah. And that's such a hot, that's so hot right now. Right. But so true. And I think, yeah, Wendy, you know, you know how important this is, right. To take that perspective as expertise, right? Because nobody knows what that's like except the person living it and the ones who are caring for them. And that that's true data. I say the patient verbatims are the most important health data we have, that that is really, it's beyond lab notes and blood tests. It's critical. And to hear Irvi understand that and be able to synthesize it and connect the dots so clearly is really motivating and empowering. Okay, Wendy, I would love to know kind of what have been some of the most special parts about knowing Irvi and seeing her on this journey so, so new into the world of rare disease and maybe what has inspired you from this experience and just kind of your forward process of, you know, like 
like what you said earlier, we all rise by lifting others. And I wonder, like, what are you so hopeful and excited for, for your relationship with Irvi and her in general coming out into the world sooner than later as a doctor, hopefully in our rare disease space? Oh, Effie, it's such a good question. And I think just selfishly and personally having the chance to meet Irvi just ignited my energy and commitment to keep going. There are times when you meet with people and their diagnostic odyssey is just that. It's a debilitating, frustrating, challenging odyssey. And sometimes you lose faith in the healthcare system and you want to just bang on doors and say, stop and change this and don't do it the same way. And so in talking to Irvi and hearing her passion and enthusiasm, it's contagious and motivating and really, quite frankly, gives me hope for the future. And then selfishly, it was really exciting to hear Irby's openness as she navigates her medical training and experience in where does she take this? Is it research? Is it clinical practice? Is it in industry, in biotech development? Is it ophthalmology? Is it neurology? So it's been really fun to think about all of the possibilities and then all of the people that Irby will influence in the future. Yeah, it's so exciting. And I love that she's under your wing. Couldn't be a better one. Irvi, I'd love to know some ways that you're interested in giving back and raising awareness for the rare disease community. Yeah. So one of the first things I would say to anyone who wants to take part in rare diseases, if they're a medical student, join the Rare Compassion Program. It has been just such an amazing experience. And I never knew what my interest in rare diseases could become. Um, and it's because of that program. So um, definitely give it a shot. And then also just, I, there's a lot of different organizations that are all involved in rare diseases. So I recently connected with an organization here in Cleveland called the Connor B. Judge Foundation. And people are always looking for help. You know, there's always a perspective you can offer. So the foundation is actually working right now with the four different hospital systems in Cleveland to set up uh, Cleveland's annual rare disease day. So um, I actually just yesterday was on a call with them about um, planning that day and Cleveland's annual rare disease day will be held on February 28th of 2023. And anyone who's interested um, in being part of it, uh, we'd love to have you and just feel free to reach out if you want more information. I'm going to recruit as many med students as I can to be part of that event. And I think just bringing awareness two rare diseases um, at the medical school stage is something that I really care about. And I really hope to be able to make that change. Oh, my gosh. Can we get a little sneak peek of some of the events that you have planned for Rare Disease Day? Um, so I, it's looking like it's a lot of really amazing speakers. We are in the very initial stages of planning it. Um, last year, it was held virtually. So it's going to be um, a whole you know, we're revamping um, the whole thing. So, and I, I just actually joined in on the effort. So yeah, there's not much information that I have right now about it, but it, it should be really amazing. And I know that there's going to be amazing speakers there. It's going to be a great resource for anyone whose life has been affected by rare diseases or anyone who just wants to learn more about it. And Effie, I can share more as soon as details are finalized. Pam Judge um, started this organization with her daughter and her son. Her son has a rare disease called neuromyelitis optica. And she really is doing some very cool, unique things in the Cleveland area, tapping into the academic and clinical expertise of major wonderful hospitals in the Cleveland area. So really excited about the work that they're doing and we'll be happy to share more. 
And I wanted to add on, Irvi mentioned the Rare Compassion Program for anybody who's interested that is in medical school or a medical professional that wants to learn more, you can go to globalgenes.org backslash rare compassion program and find details there. Thank you, Wendy. You're always, you always have my back. I appreciate it. <laughs> Irby, what do, what would you say about the added, the added kind of load? Has it sort of given you a little more pep in your step? Obviously it has, but I know you're super busy as a med student in general. So to the med student who's feeling a little overwhelmed or stretched thin, what would adding the rare compassion program be like? you know, kind of fitting that into their current schedule? Yeah. So I think any time that I have invested into rare diseases has given back, you know, so much more just in terms of the energy that I feel for the field. And, you know, in our preclinical years, when we're mostly studying, you know, we don't have a lot of interaction with patients and it gets it's easy to forget, you know, why we enter this field in the first place. And it can be draining, you know, if you are just kind of bogged down by all the information and you don't really see how you can help people, which is why we wanted to do this in the first place. But being part of rare diseases and meeting people with rare diseases and learning about the people who are working to help out in this field, it has just been so amazing. And it reminds me why I ever wanted to be in the medical field in the first place. And that's helping people with such a difficult thing that they might be facing. And every time I have a conversation with someone um, in the rare disease space, whether that's a patient or someone on the provider side of it, I, I just feel so energized. Mm, the answer makes my cheek hurts. It makes me so happy. <laughs> yes. Rare disease awareness and education, I think, should definitely start at the stage you're in right now. And hopefully people like you who are in medical school and pounding the pavement and raising awareness for this will help to kind of create that change in really what you're learning and you're, you know, for the next generation of upcoming doctors. So thank you. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And that's why I'm so excited because um, so much of, you know, our training, we think about, oh, you know, one day I'll be able to make a difference. And like, you know, in the future when I, you know, am fully practicing, that's when I'll be able to really see myself helping people. But even now as a medical student, I feel like I've been able to offer a perspective that's helpful in itself, because this is where medical education should start. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of families who listen to this show who live in Ohio, so they're going to be really excited to hear that you're there. Uh, so watch out for some contacts in of there. Of course, I would love to connect. She's still a Steeler fan, though, Effie. <laughs> it's that time of year. Really? Oh, yeah. Steelers? Oh, my gosh. I, I, can't, I can't help it. I have lived in Pittsburgh for most of my life. It's, it's in my blood. They have some wild fans. You seem like such a little butterfly, you know? <laughs> Wendy, Irvy, is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have today? I would just love to expand on Irvy's incredibly passionate view that everything really starts with the patient and caregiver story and experience and understanding that. And I think this podcast is so cool because we have Effie, who's a mom of a rare disease patient and other children. We have Irvie, who's in medical school and going to change the world because she's so bright and gets it. 
and I'm in industry and this is what it's going to take. Yes, Wendy, thanks for putting a pin in that. It's so important to realize how many different different people, different stakeholders it takes to join hands and make a difference. And every single one of them is just as valuable as the next. And we're in this together. Yeah, we really are. And I think it's the rare disease community as a whole. Everyone who I meet is just so passionate because it's just such an important issue and it's so close to everyone's heart. And I think it's one of the reasons that I find it so energizing to be involved with it because everyone just wants to network and just wants to learn more about each other's um, initiatives. And I think it's just so amazing. Yep. I always say that it's for a club that literally no one wanted to join. (laughs) It is a club full of the most remarkable, generous and thoughtful people on the planet. It really is. All right, ladies. Well, I'm excited to share this episode. Congratulations on your friendship. And thank you for pushing her, Wendy. I appreciate it. Irvi's going to be so fun to watch. Okay, Irvi, you're awesome. Please stay connected with me and let me know if there's anything I can do. Of course. Okay. All right. Thanks, Irvi. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye. I hope you've been enjoying this podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this show with your people and please make sure to rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also head over to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to connect with me and stay updated on the show. If you're interested in sharing your story or if you have anything you would like to contribute, please submit it to my website at effieparks.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show and for supporting me along the way. I appreciate y'all so much. I don't know what kind of day you're having, but if you need a little pick-me-up, Ford's got you. Ha 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 ha!